You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to the Faith Roots Podcast. This is episode 10 in our study. In John 14, 23, Jesus said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. You know, as a new believer, it was important for me to understand how much God valued his word. I did not get that. I did not understand that. In fact, I was more determined to know God by the Holy Spirit than I was in studying the Word. I I wanted to feel the Holy Spirit. I wanted to hear His voice. I wanted to have Him speak to me, move on me. I wanted to have visions and things like that. And as I sat in church and began to learn, I saw that those things that I thought would make me a deep and committed believer were only things that were shallow. They were fleeting. They were elusive. Feelings are shallow and they are elusive. God draws us into his word. He calls you into it. Listen to Psalm 138.2. David said this about the Lord. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. That means that God cares more about his word than he does his name. His word is more important to him than his name. Because if God's word is no good, then his name is no good. If your word is no good, then your name is ruined. Your name doesn't come first, your word does. The prayers of a mature believer will always be filled with the word. If you want to mature in your prayer life, then learn the scriptures. Pray the scriptures. That's what will cause you to grow. A new believer always values experience more than they value understanding. Never let that be said of you. You value understanding more than you value emotions. Woe to the one who chases emotions, for he will become a slave to his ever-shifting thoughts and feelings. And the person who falls into this can be identified by the emphasis that they place on emotional experiences. I'm not saying you cannot have them. I'm not saying you should never have an emotional experience. But I'm telling you there's something that's much deeper and such something much more lasting and important than the emotional experience. It is the relationship you have to God by faith through His Word. Here in the Gospel of John... I find a fascinating passage. It's in chapter 14. 14 is very important. What you need to understand about John's gospel is most of it, the hunk of it, especially from the middle parts. About here in 14, he begins to move all of his disciples over into a new era. He prepares them for the church age. He prepares them for the time that they will not be with them physically. He's getting them ready for that. And he's showing them a way where they will know God more deeply. Now, I want to ask you this question. When you read about Peter, 
And you see that Peter said to Jesus, I will never deny you. Peter said, Peter, this night before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And Peter said, Lord, I will never deny you. But Peter did that night. And to prove that he didn't know the Lord, he even cursed. And he said, I don't know him. He denied that he knew Jesus. Now, about 50 days later, after all this had happened, Peter stands up on the day of Pentecost and preaches an incredible sermon. 3,000 people are saved. He preaches a message that puts his life in danger with the Jewish rulers and with the Roman rulers. And Peter does not shirk from this. He is bold as a lion when he stands up and preaches these words. Now you tell me which Peter was more mature, more stable, more spiritually developed. The Peter who knew Jesus only by traveling with him physically or the Peter who knew him spiritually? Well, you see, Peter was born again. He was given new life in his spirit, and he began to learn to know God through his word. He became a much deeper believer when that happened. So Judas, not Iscariot, said to Jesus, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? How will you make yourself known to us, but you, you're not doing this to the world? So Jesus is going to answer him, and he's telling us how he is going to communicate with us, how we're going to know him, and the, the world never sees it. They don't know anything about it. They're not party to it. And so Ju uh, Judas was curious about this. So Jesus answered, and this is what he said. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. The word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Wow. So here Jesus says, if you want to know me at a time when the world can't see me. Now at that time the world could see Jesus, but Jesus said there's a time coming when the world will not even be able to see him. The world even questions whether he exists or not. But we know him intimately. How do we know him intimately? Through his words. And so the scripture says we not only know these words, but we keep them. How do you keep the word of God? Well, it's not just that you keep a Bible on your desk or you carry it with you everywhere you go. You keep the Word of God by thinking it and by speaking it. You know, there are times when I try to meditate and my mind doesn't want to go there. I've got other things on my mind, but I've learned I can put a bridle on my thoughts by taking control of my tongue. And when I put the Word on my tongue and begin to say the Word out loud or that I hear it with my own ears... All of a sudden, my thoughts change to what I'm saying, and I can steer my mind in the direction that I want it to go. And this is exactly what Jesus was saying. He was saying, you will keep my words. I'm keeping his words. How am I keeping them? I'm keeping them by meditating on them, by thinking them. So that's what happens. Now, Jesus then gives us 
some other instruction here. John 14, 25. He said, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. In other words, I'm teaching you about these words right here while I'm still here with you in body. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So Jesus is saying right here, this is how you've known me up till now, while I've been here with you in this earth. But now it's all going to change. The Holy Spirit is going to teach you the things that I have told you. He is going to remind you of the words that I have spoken to you. That's why it's so important that you read Scripture. I say this often. The Holy Spirit has a language. His language is Scripture. If you want to know how to hear the Holy Spirit, learn the Scriptures. Because the Holy Spirit speaks back to us in Scriptures. Jesus said that He reminds us, brings to our remembrance the things that we have heard Him say. So that's why it's so important that you read the Word. Then now look at verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, when did he say this? When did he say, peace I leave with you? He ties it to the verse that's before. So let me read it to you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. In other words, Jesus is saying, when you allow the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind and follow those words that He teaches you, I, I, there are times, there are times that I'll wake up in the morning and there will be a scripture rolling around inside me. I know that that's not just my own mind. I know that. I know that that's the Holy Spirit and He's emphasizing that. So I will go back, and if I don't know exactly where that Scripture is found, I'll look it up in a concordance, then I will go to the passage and read it, and I will read it and think about it. And, and, and typically, if it's a Scripture that's come to me in my thinking, it's the Holy Spirit bringing that to me. If I go back and read it again, I'll see something about that that really helps me get through my day, or it helps me make a decision that I need to make. It, it, it guides me. In a way, let me read to you something that God gave me years ago. Our church was headed for a building program. I knew we needed to do one, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure about it. And one day, I wasn't really thinking about the building program. I was just meditating and thinking about the Lord. And I heard these things, Isaiah 54, 2, Isaiah 54, 4. Isaiah 54, 13, Isaiah 54, 17. Wow. So I went and I read those verses. I picked up my Bible, found the place, and this is what I read. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. I knew it was time for us to begin our building program. That's what this is 
talking about. It's talking about taking new ground. Then here's verse 4. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. Now the shame of my youth was that I always had money shortages early in my ministry. God said here, go after this, you won't have a money shortage. Here's verse 13. All your children shall be taught by the Lord. Great shall be the peace of your children. Many of the projects in our building building program, the things that we were planning on doing, had to do with our kids' classrooms. And so I knew this is what God wanted me to do. Then, here's verse 17. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. I knew that when we started this, that Satan was going to attack me, and that there would be a group of people who would rise up against me to try to stop me from focusing on this. Sure enough, it happened. But it didn't work. It didn't prosper. Those verses guided my life. They were so very important. The Holy Spirit brought them to me at a time that I needed them the most, and it gave me peace. That's why if you want to be mature, if you want to be calm, if you want to have peace, you have to become a student of the Word. The Holy Spirit will bring back to your mind the things that are written in that Word and it'll make sense to you at the time that you need it the most. That is all the time I have for today, but we're not done. I'll see you next week. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.